0: Are you thinking of buying or selling your home? Downsizing? Upsizing? Investing? Are you relocating? Do you want to know your local market conditions? Are you behind on payments? Are you looking for improvement tips? Well, what if your home didn't sell? This is Real Estate with Ryan your hometown expert and trusted source for the most up-to-date information. And now your host, Ryan Coleman with Hometown Realty.
1: Good afternoon, everyone. Hope you're doing well on a Saturday, and thank you for tuning in to Real Estate with Ryan. where We're always going to give you the up-to-date information in your backyard. East Tennessee, we try to give you the real estate market brought to you every Saturday live here on News Talk 98.7. If you guys don't know me, you're tuning in for the first time. My name's Ryan Coleman, owner of Hometown Realty, along with my lovely co-host, April Coleman.
2: Hello, everyone.
1: Hope you're doing well on a Saturday. Thank you for tuning in. We've got a good topic. we got a little housekeeping issues, a little market update, some stats. Always want to keep you up to date with the way the market is moving. It's a fast-paced market right now, and uh, stats are good. Numbers are good. Know what to expect, whether you're on the market or you're looking for a home, um, or maybe you're selling some land.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, we'll start with some of the comparisons from this year of this month of May so far compared to last year, um, 2018 and 17. So active listings for last year was 7,842. And this year so far, there's only 6,672. Oh, wow. Active listings are down. Um, We have... For last year at this time, there was 1,897 pending listings, but this year is 2,152. So more pendings, less inventory. And then for the sold listings last year, it was um, 1,580 this time last year. And this year is so far 1,667. So, more pendings, more solds, less inventory. Oh, wow. That's how it breaks down. And then let me let you know about some of our new listings. Um, We have 363 to Luna Avenue in 37919. We have 907 West Court Drive in 37919. We have 5848 Wilkerson Road, 37912. 6029 Loftus Creek in 37924. We have 363 Rockwell Farms Lane in Farragut 37934. And we also have Colby Station Lane 9813 in 37922. And we also want to congratulate our clients on Andalusian Way for a pending contract and also for Sunset Road is now pending. And we have a couple of price drops Valley View Drive, three seven nine one seven, Waters Edge in Loudon, three um it's three um three hundred ninety nine thousand, and then our featured listing for today is twelve hundred Hearthstone Lane in West Knoxville, three seven nine two three, and it's Hardin Valley High Academy. It's a two story basement. It is beautiful, hardwood floors throughout, two-car garage, vaulted ceilings. It has updated master bath that is beautiful, modern um, floor-to-ceiling tile. It has a bathroom upstairs that has also been renovated. It's just really gorgeous with the rec room downstairs and um, just a rec room that you can use or a mother-in-law suite. They really did a great weapon.
1: job on that unit. Uh, the bathroom's... Absolutely amazing, modern, sleek, um, mm-hmm. just everything custom there, and it has a great bonus room. I like that fenced-in Yard really makes it convenient. In your heart of the West Knoxville, convenient to both all your private schools, CAK, Webb, all those schools, you're right there, convenience, Beautiful. and a great little neighborhood. That's right. So what are we talking about today, April? Today,
2: What's, is the topic is going to be about in general, what types of real estate agents that um, there are and the pros and cons about becoming a real estate agent because there are a lot of people um, that we've personally talked to that has decided to become a real estate agent. So we're just going to talk a little bit about that in general.
1: So if you ever thought about getting into real estate sales or if you're in real estate or maybe some agents listening involved, this shows for you Um I'm sure you have friends or family one. Everybody that we talk to knows somebody in real estate. Everybody mm-hmm. has a friend or family member. We're going to give you some tips, kind of what the process is, why to get in real estate, why not to get in real estate, and really from somebody that's been doing it for about 20 years, what we do on a, a given basis and uh, the process, what to really expect. Exactly. Sometimes you hear some things out there that may or may not be true. Um, some will be pros, some will be cons. hmm so we'll cover all that today, and I think it's an exciting show. I think with the market picking up, and we've got you said four thousand agents plus. Yeah. We've almost got guys. We've almost got a, as many agents <laughs> as properties you out got there. That right. So you know, always when the market is in cycles, you know everybody wants to get in when the market is very very good. Uh, we saw a big decline. I was doing some numbers the other day that did you know that eighty seven percent of agents that are in the business after two years they're they're not in the business.
2: Oh really? After two years, mm-hmm. interesting.
1: And, and a lot of that I think is training. And I think a lot of that is unrealistic expectation of what to get into. And I think that's why we wanted to have this show. So guys, if you're listening, if you're not in real estate, it's okay. You may know somebody, you may think about getting knowing somebody, and you may get some tips here today of what we're going to do, what we really do to go above and beyond our clients and what to expect from a great agent that's going to go give you 110% out there in the marketplace and what it takes to do it right. And if you ever think about getting real estate, hopefully we can answer some of those questions for you.
2: Exactly. Good. So, yeah. So first, we're just going to talk about the career opportunities that are available in real estate. And the first one is, of course, a real estate managing broker, which you know all about. I do know that. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about a broker.
1: Well, our managing broker, I mean, we call it Herding Cats. There you go. Glorified babysitter. But, you know, ultimately what we do is um in the state of Tennessee or out there, uh the licensed broker is in charge of the licensees. So, mm-hmm. you have to be, to be you have to be in, in in the business for 3 years and take mm-hmm. a lot of additional testing. And so the managing broker ba- basically makes sure everybody's in line. They're accountable to the state, they're accountable um to all their agents and they they basically uh, oversee all the real estate actions and report to the state. Okay. Make sure everything's in line and so That's a real estate managing broker. Now, opportunities with that. If you've been in the real estate market for a while, um, understanding maybe sales, you want to slow down from sales. Mm -hmm. You want to get out of that and you just want to take it easy, maybe more, uh, you're more of a managerial style. Mm -hmm. You've got a great uh, teaching philosophy. You're good with people and showing them the process. Uh, This opportunity as a managing broker in our industry allows you to go out and take it away from the owners of the company and really be a manager. So there's a valuable position in there. When I first started real estate, um, when they told us in our class, whether, you know, you're investing, whether you're in commercial real estate, whether, let's just say that you're a good manager mm-hmm. or you're a great salesperson, um, there's a lot of opportunities in real estate to make money, uh-huh. whether it's uh, appraisals. um, Lots of different things to, to do. So those things, you ha- with your license, you have endless opportunities and hopefully cover some of those topics today. Uh, but managing broker is a great opportunity. I can tell mm-hmm. you as a broker owner of big franchises, of smaller companies, um, having a great m- broker manager to help you with the paperwork and train the agents – They're a valuable asset in today's marketplace. Got that right. The good ones. I mean, they separate themselves, and Mm -hmm. usually that's a supply and demand thing. So they're kind of hard to find. Yes. So that is true. It's a great trait.
2: Okay, and then the second one is commercial real estate agents. So not only do you have a residential real estate agent, you can have a commercial real estate agent, or you can do both. Well,
1: you know, you can do both. Your license is not restricted. Uh, There's usually a different niche. Mm -hmm. Um, with that, we had a great friend that we worked some deals with and, uh, he went from residential to the commercial market and, uh, really just loved the opportunity that, you know, it's not a seven day a week. It's more of a businesses are transacted Monday through Friday, Mm -hmm. more of a normal working week. Right. And so some of the calls that's in the residential market, you may not see on the weekends on commercial. Okay. And so there was some flexibility there and, uh, he felt it really was a space that was untapped for potential. So, really, just depends on what you're looking at. What I like with the commercial opportunity is that you can uh, have opportunities on leasing. Now, mm-hmm. remember, these properties are larger; uh, they have usually more rents, right. and there's opportunities to earn them on sales and leasing. So, that's that's a good, true. Great opportunity is commercial versus you know residential. There's leasing opportunities, just not as much.
2: Yes, and that is one of them that you can be a commercial leasing manager. So that's an opportunity, and then um, also you were mentioning a real estate investor. So whether you're flipping houses, investors, or you know, re-
1: you know, why would you get a, a license selling? You know, if you're an investor, um, I mean, the easiest answer is some of your own deals. You know the market better than you. I mean, you're in the you're in the mm-hmm, place. Mm-hmm. Having that license uh, means that you don't have to hire another firm and things like that, and you can kind of control. When properties hit the market, you have access to those. You can come across them and you can network. Our business is never what you know. It's it's always who you know. Mm-hmm. And networking and being in the business, um, I have a couple of investors now that are agents that buy deals. And if we have something available, they're one of the first t- deals that we talk to.
2: That's true. That's and so,
1: true. you know, connectivity.
2: Good. And then we have um, appraisals, whether you're residential or you're commercial, you can be an appraiser. So that's another one. And also property manager and um, foreclosure specialist. Well, there, We're getting well.
1: into all these things, just a couple of these topics. But what we're going to carry on over the break, we'll talk about some of these things that you could be in real estate, but then we'll get into the fun part, pros oh, and cons of being a real estate agent. and what will, And what will make you happy. Hey, listen, talk to you later on the break.
0: Welcome back. This is Real Estate with Ryan, your hometown expert. Ryan talks all things real estate and gives you the most up-to-date information on the Knoxville market and surrounding counties. Ryan Coleman with Hometown Realty. Thank you guys for staying with us. On the other side of the break, we were talking about
1: items. If you get into real estate, different types of Items in the real estate are for different types of divisions of real estate that you can be successful in or things mm-hmm. that you may want to do, whether it's property management, commercial property management, commercial sales, you name it. We've got it covered. And we were on number eight,
2: yep. right? Commercial okay. lease, uh, leasing manager or just a leasing consult.
1: So more consultant. more in the leasing division mm-hmm. that you can do. You can do
2: that. Property manager.
1: Now, this was big a couple of years ago. Number nine?
2: Foreclosure specialist.
1: So REOs, we have a lot of agents out there that did a lot of Mm -hmm. foreclosures. REOs, they're very great. Uh, The sellers are very non-emotional. Right. (laughs) It's all about the numbers they're going to sell it, but there's certain rules and things that you need to do to be a great REO agent. Mm -hmm. Still networking, but a great opportunity.
2: Right. And then the last one, if you feel really, really spunky, you can become a real estate attorney. Oh, wow. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the pros and cons of becoming a real estate agent because... Um, a lot of times, it's just like anything. The grass, the grass sometimes looks greener on the other side. If you um, think, hey, that's something I want to do, it would be, you know, other people make it look easy. We can do it, too. Um, and then sometimes it can, and sometimes it's not. So the first is you have the flexibility to choose your own schedule, which was really big for me.
1: So I think, I think you think in self-employed, I think that was the biggest tease. You know, you can control your own hours, and you can come in here and kind of set your pace. And that's good. Um, what you need to know and, and understand that. I think understanding as self-employed means, you know, that means you don't get paid anything unless you produce. It's true. You know, it's all or nothing job. And I think understanding that um, when you're in business and guys, you've out there, a lot of you guys listening, you're in business to yourself, you're self-employed, whether you're a mm-hmm. contractor tax preparer, you understand how hard and competitive the marketplace is being self-employed. Right. The reality is you get a chance to pick your own schedule But the challenge is, in order to be successful, you've got to be the beck and call of sometimes when other people are available.
2: Right. So the con can be either you work more hours than you want to, or 40 hours a week, which is definitely what I found to be true. Or, I mean, if you're self-employed, you can end up working less hours, which means that you kind of control the money that you make. So, yes, that is a con of being a real estate agent, going into the next one, making money. And it's you know limitless, but um also you have to come back to your set hours. are you gonna work a specific set amount of hours or you're gonna work less? you're gonna work more? How is that gonna work for you? I mean, I
1: think that's what sales is obviously when you're in sales, I mean you set your own potential I mean that's what obviously we got us intrigued into the business was. You know, what you produce is what, you know, your control of kind of the games on the line, you've got the ball and it's in your hands. What you do with it is what you produce, Mm -hmm, right? right. So whether you score or whether you miss the shot and that opportunity, although it's risky, there's an opportunity to be very successful. If you do it well, Mm -hmm. uh, there's also opportunity to not be successful. Yeah. Yeah. And so or be average and be average. And and, and so it's easy to be there. And so understand that, If you get in this business, you're going to put a lot of hours in if you're going to do it well. Mm -hmm. There's going to be weekends. There's going to be evenings. You've got to be around. We work pretty much seven days a week, six to seven days a week, nonstop, 12, 15, 16 hours a day.
2: Now, I will say that um, I have noticed just by working with other real estate agents that um, some of them work as a team and they're able to say, hey, I'm not going to be working on the weekend. So-and-so is covering for me or, you know... I'm not working at night, or you can even, I mean, some real estate agents set their own time. Like I only work from, you know, you can only get a hold of me from nine to seven and then otherwise I'll return your phone call tomorrow and you don't call me after that time because I'm going to be doing family time. Um, and then also vacations are another thing.
1: Well, you have to understand guys, if you get in the business, you're dealing with people. This is one of the largest assets you're going to deal with buying and selling. They need somebody that you can trust. They need somebody that they can count on. And when you get into the business, we say everybody wants some me time, right? We well, all me we all want me time, right? But we, sometimes you don't get me time. I mean, it, because you're dealing with, you know, at a high volume of that. But with the pros of that, knowing that you've got some hours and flexibility, we just did, I'll give you an example. We're able to control our own schedule. My daughter plays soccer. She's three and a half. Oh, yes, she does. And so, you know, the opportunity with that, I'm able to set my schedule. Mm-hmm. I didn't miss my daughter's soccer game. Right. You know, and so although there's some pros and cons, being able to control your time, my wife worked for the hospital for years, you know, at children's mm-hmm. and you know, they don't shut down at children's, no, they you don't. know, I mean, they, they've got to stay open. So the, the challenge with that and understanding is they need you there. And when you're self-employed, you have a little bit more flexibility. So I it was always intrigued in that and, but understand just because there's flexibility
2: doesn't mean you weren't on the phone at those soccer games. No,
1: right, <laughs> right. But I'd rather be on the phone exactly, watching my daughter play soccer than, than not. So those are pros yep. and cons. Now we go to the next one. You know, there, there's no safety net. I mean, this business, it is mm-hmm. sales. It's 100% commissioned sales. So that old saying, if you're not successful, if you don't sell anything, you don't produce. So yeah. sometimes agents get in the business, it's always good to have another spouse that has a Another job, Definitely. or some mm-hmm. guys get into the business, they do it part-time. That's an opportunity as well. Right, right. And and so having another source of income is a possibility.
2: Yes, and then make sure you just kind of create that savings fund. I think not... that's key.
1: If you're getting the business self-employed, you need to have some reserves. You may understand that uh, they told me when I passed my test, you may not sell something for four to six months. Mm.
2: Wow.
1: Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'd be at McDonald's. <laughs>
2: That's true.
1: <laughs> if I don't sell something, so and you gotta you know, be prepared
2: for the slow season. Hey, th-
1: there's where there's motivation, guys. Motivation. Exactly. Listen, um, but the reality, and I think what's what we enjoy about it, I'll give you just our perspective. We enjoy helping people. Mm-hmm. We enjoy being involved. One of the biggest assets that they're going to make buying, selling, and it can be stressful. Understanding that process, guys. If you've been through it, if you've had a great agent help you, they make the process easy and seamless. If you had an average agent that really hasn't spent the time, it can be very, very frustrating. Mm-hmm. We enjoy when we have happy, happy. I always tell people oh, we yeah. enjoy having our happy clients. We've got one or two closing today, and we want everybody to be happy, and we enjoy a smooth process. Sometimes it doesn't always go that way, mm-hmm. but we enjoy the outcome, knowing that we have working together as a team. And I think that's really big of what we do here at Hometown is really kind of take more of a personal hands-on approach, what right. we get involved in and how we can help them, and they're just not numbers, it's just not awards, it's it's real people, and one of the opportunities is we get trusted when you work with us to have that opportunity to work with you, and we feel honored, you know, with 4,000 agents in the area, a lot of people have chosen to do business with us, mm-hmm. and we don't take that lightly, and so that commitment, at least from us, and what we do, you have to have that in this business, or you won't be around, you'll be that statistic that we talked about, that 87 percent That doesn't do that because in our business, we do this radio show and we're streaming all over social media. That's great. But our best advertisement, our best marketing piece are the clients that we, we just got one yesterday from a raving customer that was so happy. It was their first home and they really just had great things Mm -hmm. to say about us. And they were just a pleasure. And that's what we do it for. You ask, why do you get in the business? Of course, there's an economic benefit to the business, you know, nobody's going to do mm-hmm. this for free. You don't work for free, right? So there's an economic benefit, and there's opportunities, and it's very, very competitive. Uh, but I, I'd say at the same time, it's such rewarding. I get involved in real estate doing some investing, and, and it has the same kind of feeling. If you come into a property and you were able to turn it from what it looked like prior mm-hmm. and then to what you see, it's kind of rewarding. And, and then it makes
2: we, someone else happy that, you yeah. know, loves the home.
1: And we do. And we do the same thing as when we work with our clients. Very rewarding, it is. Now, there's some that sometimes it's not
2: rewarding. <laughs> well, we won't get into that. We won't get into that. So, uh, moving on to the next one is uh, make sure that you have good time management skills if you want to get in this business. That is key because there's a lot going on, and you have to keep everything up to date. Um, also, um, like we were talking about, you get to make people's dreams come true, but it can also you know, just be really stressful for the clients, and you're going to have to be that backbone for them if things are starting to fall apart and then you got to be able to bring it back together.
1: I want to jump in here and I'd say one thing that most people think about real estate if you think about getting in the business that our job is we just go show house and we put a sign in the yard. This is a direct sales business and a lot of companies your bigger companies or people just out there don't understand this is a this is a direct sales business The reason that there's a higher failure rate is people don't understand that this business requires, yes, the P word, prospecting. We do door knocking. We do it all. We do advertising. You just saw us on TV. We're everywhere that you can think of, but it takes that kind of 10X mentality. It takes that kind of effort to go out into the marketplace because the old saying, if they don't know you, they they can't do business with you. And if you're not out there reaching people, this is a people business. And if we're not out there reaching people – How can they know, you know, luckily we're on the radio show here. They can hear us here, but that's not good enough. We really have to go out into the space. And I I want to close with that, let you know that that this is a direct sales business. And you need to understand that sales marketing is very relevant in our industry. And you've got to be prepared to do that.
2: If you're thinking about coming to real estate, just call us. We can give you some tips.
1: Anything you need. I hope this show was helpful. Thinking about getting real estate. We hope we cover those topics every Saturday here on News Talk, 5 o'clock. You can catch us here if you need us. The number is 693 SOLD. 693 SOLD or RyanComa.org. Hope you guys have a great weekend, and we're going to catch you right here on News Talk,
2: 987. Take care. Thank you.
0: for tuning in. You can reach out to Ryan on Facebook and Twitter or his website at RyanColeman.org. Call Ryan anytime at 693-7653 and make sure to join us every Saturday at 5 only on News Talk 987-WOKI.